are. It's the payoff. Welcome to a P-V-O Friday. What the hell does P-V-O mean? I'll circle back around. Trust me. Promise. You've waited patiently for the payoff today. Hell, you've waited all week for the weekend. For a long time, you've waited for me to pump some optimism into the air regarding the Lions. Some of you waited patiently. Others, eh, not so much. But ladies and gentlemen, we've arrived. The Lions are going to win tomorrow. They will improve to 10-4 and four and be one step closer to winning the division title for the first time since 1993. And when they win, not if, when they win, we're all jumping back aboard the hype train and it's running through Minnesota next week. The show's still relatively new, but one thing I can promise you is this. I'll never lie to you. I'll never change how I feel just for the audience, just to lie and come up with something that's not how I truly think, not how I truly feel. And for the last three weeks, I haven't had a ton of confidence in the Lions. So I wasn't going to sell you something I didn't think was true. If you weren't a fan of the negativity, I'm sorry. But this team wasn't giving a lot of good things to talk about during that stretch. In fact, I read a piece today on prideofdetroit.com that said based on a survey... Lions fan confidence right now is at a season low. All season long, it's been 98, 97% of Lions fans believing the team is in fact heading in the right direction. It's at a season low of 58. Only 58% of people believe the Lions franchise is heading in the right direction, heading into this game against the Broncos. But I'm telling you right now, they're going to win tomorrow. We're pumping optimism into the air. They're going to win tomorrow. We've arrived at the home stretch of the 2023 regular season. If you want to call it the payoff, I can't stop you. There's four games left. Home Broncos. Road Vikings. Road Cowboys. Home Vikings. Now tomorrow, a special Saturday game. The Lions are once again faced with a fork in the road right in front of them. Because what can't happen is for me to guarantee you a Lions win and then for them to fall flat on their face. That'd be two straight losses. You'd be one in three since Thanksgiving. And you'd potentially be on the verge of doing the most SOL thing of all time, choking away this division lead. That can't happen. And I'll tell you what, if that does happen, that's on Dan Campbell. Last week's loss was on MCDC, and he'd be the first person to tell you that. If they lose tomorrow, all the culture crap they've been selling us, that they've been forcing down our throats for the last three years, throw it out the window. They're going to win tomorrow. They're going to win. We are speaking it into existence. They're going to win tomorrow. Look, I don't know if you believe in superstitions. I typically don't partake in those type of things. I've got some game day traditions. I always wear my lion socks, my jersey. But I don't think either of those things influence the outcome of the game. But what I do believe is real is the power to will your way to something. If you believe something will happen, if you truly believe it, things can come true. And I'm telling you right now, 
The Lions are winning a football game tomorrow. So simple question for everyone. Are you with me? Yes or no? 989-837-6125. And if your answer is yes, if you think they're going to win tomorrow, if you're willing to get jump back, jump back onto that hype train, if they win tomorrow, can we forgive them for the past six weeks? I'm not saying you have to forget about it. Now, I'm not saying to ignore what's happened in the last six weeks and all of a sudden pretend like the Lions are Super Bowl contenders again. That's not what I'm saying. But can you forgive what's happened the last month and a half? Jump back on the hype train and ride that, uh, ride that thing into the January football. Ride that thing into the playoffs. Are you willing to at least do that? No, maybe this team's not a Super Bowl contender anymore. But did we really think that heading into the year? So, for those who are with me, for those of you who think we're going to win tomorrow, are you willing to jump back onto that hype train and ride it into the playoffs and say, you know what? What happens, happens. We are here. We won the NFC North. And we're ready to go to war and win a playoff game. I don't care who the opponent is. Once you get into the postseason, all you need to do is win once and break that streak. I'm going to keep saying they're going to win. I'm going to keep saying it because we're speaking it into existence. Everyone listening, let's pump that energy into the air tonight. I need your help. 989-837-6125. Well, Ben, you keep saying they're going to win, but tell us why. Let's start with the Broncos' run defense. That ranks 31st in the NFL. 31st. Only one team is worse than the Broncos at stopping the run. And the Lions, they average 142 rushing yards inside the walls of Ford Field. There's no reason they can't go for 200 tomorrow versus Denver. Ragnow's back. Decker's ready to go. The O-line is fully healthy for like the second time all season. Five times Denver has allowed 170-plus rushing yards on the ground. So against the Lions, I expect 200 yards. Call me needy. Speaking of the Denver defensive line, they're going to be without their sack leader, Nick Benito, tomorrow due to some injury. Good news for Goff. Good news for the guy who's taking all the sacks. And while Denver has forced a remarkable 17 turnovers in the past six games, and the Lions have done the complete opposite, as long as Goff isn't under a ton of pressure, I'm going to feel all right. Maybe that's arrogant of me. Maybe I'm getting ahead of myself. But as long as golf has a clean pocket, I feel okay. So as long as we feel all right about golf, let's go flip the script on the other quarterback. Oh, Russell Wilson, who's handed the Lions a playoff loss once before. This Russ is much different than that Russ. 2023 Russ is interesting. It's very different than who he used to be. He's not really dissecting defenses anymore. He's not rushing all over everyone. No, this version of Russ is check down, check down, check down, deep shot, check down, check down, deep shot, check down, check down, check down, deep shot. That's what Russ is now. I won't bore you with the numbers behind that, but that's essentially what the Broncos offense has been this season in the last seven weeks where they're six and one. I can live with that method. Aaron Glenn, two deep safeties, watch the flats. If you can cover both of those areas of the field, Odds are Russ is going to run himself into a bunch of sacks. Only three different quarterbacks have taken more sacks than Russell Wilson this year. Hutch, I know you had a sack last week, but you made two mistakes that resulted in 14 points total. 
You said that you were hell-bent on getting this defense back up to par. We need you tomorrow, man. Season's potentially on the line. Because like I said, if the Lions lose this game tomorrow, uh, it's panic time. We're spiraling. Tomorrow's a must-win. It is a must-win, which gets us into the intangibles of this game. X's and O's, they're all there. But listen, Denver's fighting to keep their playoff hopes alive. Detroit is fighting to build their own confidence back up. Because if you lose tomorrow, season's almost over. Confidence is shattered. At that point, you've defeated yourself. And the culture that they've been talking about for the last three years, throw that garbage out the window if they lose tomorrow. Because if they can't pull their heads out of their asses and win tomorrow, then I don't know what this culture even is in the first place. But again, we're speaking it into existence. They will be 10 and 4 on Monday. I know I've been negative about the Lions. I know I have. But there's a lot of good things to like about this matchup versus the Broncos. You're coming back home. It's an opportunity to get right. 27-24. That's my prediction for this game. Lions are going to win. What's yours? 989-837-6125. Let's keep up the energy. Keep the vibes up. PVO Friday. Positive vibes only. Help me speak this into existence. Together, let's fuel this team with energy. 989-837-6125. Get huge savings with fuel rewards every time. Nice. If they win... Are you willing to forgive the last month, this slump that they were in? Are you willing to forgive that and ride this hype train into the playoffs? Let's hear from the people. 989-837-6125. You're listening to The Payoff, fueled by Forward Energy. More of the Great Lakes Bay Region's only local sports show. Back to The Payoff. It's a POV, PVO Friday. PVO, Brad. PVO Friday. Positive vibes only. We're trying to speak this thing into existence. I get it. The Lions have been in a slump. I get it. The past month, there hasn't been a ton to be excited about. They haven't given us a ton of good reasons to feel good about this team. To hell with all that. To hell with it. Let's go win this game tomorrow and be 1-0 in the final four games of the season. Let's just win tomorrow and figure it out from there. Because if you win tomorrow, All you have to do is beat Minnesota once. You play them twice in the last three weeks. You beat them once, and you're the division champ for the first time since 1993. You're hosting a home playoff game for the first time in Ford Field with an opportunity to win your second playoff game in franchise history. I don't care what's happened in the past six weeks. I don't. I won't forget about it. I understand that this team isn't a Super Bowl-ready team. I just don't care at this point. So what? If you win tomorrow, you're one step closer to winning the division. And that is a good thing at the end of the day. You could be 10-4 and in, what, uh, 26 hours, 27 hours? You could be 10-4 and in prime position to host a playoff game. That's all I care about. Go break the streak. Yes, this team has problems. Those can be addressed in the offseason. What I want, what I need, is for this Lions team to go show us they're seriously going in the right direction. And you can do that if you go win this game on Saturday. If you go win this game tomorrow against Denver. If they lose. 
if. I think they're going to win. I do. I really do. If they lose, it's on Dan Campbell. If they lose, throw the culture garbage out the window. I don't want to hear about it if you self-implode and spiral out of control to close the season. Because that's what this would be. This is a must-win game on Saturday. If you lose against Denver, your confidence is broken. You're in danger of doing the most SOL thing of all time, choking this division away, which seemed like a lock five weeks ago. Now teams are crawling themselves back into it, and the Lions are limping. But if you win this game, all that goes away. I will forgive the last six weeks. If you win on Saturday, that's all I ask. And you're favored by four and a half. Like, it's not like you're, we're asking the Lions to go beat this Super Bowl contender of a team. I get it. Denver's hot. They're six and one. Sean Payton's coaching the hell out of that team. But they're four and a half point favorites at home. Like, come on. We're not asking for a whole lot here. Go win this game. You're not one-point favorites. You're not two-point favorites. You're favored by four and a half. Go win this thing. 989-837-6125. Scott from Midland. Lions losing. Put the Kool-Aid down. Come on. Come on, Scott. Trying to pump confidence into the air on this Friday. Positive vibes only. We got to speak this into existence. Logan from Mount Pleasant. Lions will not only cover... But win by 10. Lions, 38. Denver, 24. We dominate on offense at home. With a Hutch resurgence, I'm here for it. I mean, they need Aiden Hutchinson. Russell Wilson will run into Aiden Hutchinson. But we need Aiden Hutchinson to feel like the best player on the field at some point. That's what he was drafted to be. Aiden Hutchinson wasn't drafted to the Lions to be some good player. He was drafted second overall to be the best player on the roster. Both sides of the ball. Is he going to turn into that? Is he going to surpass Sewell or Amonra St. Brown? Who knows? But that's why he was drafted second overall. The most important position on defense. To be the best player on this roster. And throughout this season, going into week 15, at no point this year has Aiden Hutchinson felt like the best player on the field. Now, a lot of that's due to him not having help. That's fair. A lot of that's due to, in my opinion, Aaron Glenn not helping him out, not setting him up to succeed from a schematic standpoint. Okay, that's fine. But a truly great player can overcome that eventually. He has a lot of time. He's young, super young. But at some point, you need to have a breakout game. And tomorrow's a great opportunity for Hutchinson to do that. It's going to be Aiden Hutchinson on the left versus Mike McGlinchey. Who the hell is Mike McGlinchey? Doesn't matter. Kick his ass. We're overdue for a game where Hutch feels like the best player on the field. That's all I ask for. It's a PVO Friday. Positive vibes only. Everyone was mad when I was bashing on the Lions, even though they were winning games. We're not doing that anymore. We're not doing that today. We're pumping positivity into this team. They're going to get the ship right. They're going to correct their mistakes. They're going to win this game on Saturday, and then the hype train is running through Minnesota. Literally and figuratively, it's going to Minnesota, and it's running through that team that Nick Mullins is the quarterback of. 989-837-6125. Do you think they're going to win tomorrow? If they do, will you forgive what's happened the past six weeks? And what do you think this team's record is going to be down the stretch? We're playing Denver tomorrow on primetime at home. 
Minnesota on the road, and then Dallas on the road, which it's hard to look at that game and, and write that as a win right now. And then you close the season with Minnesota at home. If you win the next two games, the division's yours. You have 11 wins with two weeks left. It's a great season. I understand they're not Super Bowl contenders. I get it. I'll be the first person to tell you that. But does that make them frauds? Absolutely not. Not every single team. There's 14 teams that make the playoffs. Not every single one of them is a real Super Bowl contender. And if the Lions walk into the playoffs in a game they can win, who cares? Go win that game. Turn yourself into a Super Bowl contender over the summer. It's not all or nothing this year for this franchise. What's at stake is breaking the reputation that they're so close to breaking. The SOL stuff. I haven't really talked SOL too much. But if you want me to not talk about it, go win this game on Saturday. Dwayne from Bay City chiming in. You guys can use the Frick Sports Bar text line, 989-837-6125. I say the Lions will go 3-1 and one the rest of the season. The Lions will win tomorrow and be 10-4. and four. If they can play someone like they played at the beginning of the year, I think they will beat Dallas and finish the season 13-4, and four, especially with CJ coming back who will fire the team up and hopefully galvanize this team and go 4-0 the rest of the way. 4-0 would be a a huge ask. Even I don't think this team's going to go 4-0 the rest of the season. I don't think so. That that would be a lot to ask for, especially going going to Dallas. They seem to be a juggernaut of a team at home. 30 points every week. They win by 10 every week. They play at home. They're just a unit. Now, C.J. Gardner-Johnson coming back, I do think, is an essential part of how the Lions' season closes. He's not playing on Saturday versus Denver. That's fine. They might not need him. I hope so. Um, but bringing C.J. back, I'm not saying fixes every problem on the defensive side of the ball. It doesn't. He doesn't come with an edge rusher to put alongside Hutch. He doesn't come with more defensive linemen. He doesn't come with a, another corner. But what he does do is exactly what Dwayne from Bay City said. He can light a fire under this defense that kind of lacks an edge, that lacks an identity, that lacks an attitude, to be honest. CJ comes back and brings that back. He's chirping at everyone in practice, making enemies, never stops running his mouth, gets inside the other team's head, wins the mental battle. Bringing CJ back, I'm not saying will change everything about this defense. But if they can get it back to average, well, then maybe this team can win a couple playoff games. If Ben Johnson ever figures out what the hell is going on, get JMO involved. That's all I ask for. 33% of the time, JMO touches the ball. Guess what happens? Six points. You want to get the ball in that guy's hands a little bit more. Scott from Midland chiming in. Again, you guys can text in. Frick Sports Bar text line 989-837-6125. PVO Lions instead of uh, positive vibes only. Scott says, pathetic, vexed, old Lions. What is this about? Yeah, Bears fans down here? Why do we? It feels like we want the Lions to lose. Uh, Jalen from Midland. Detroit will win, and I believe they will break out this sluggish slump because they know what's at stake. I don't think Campbell will allow his players to be lazy. If they do, they will be benched. The Lions are getting C.J. Gardner-Johnson back, and that'll help us the last three games. Let's go, Lions. Aiden does need to step up. Go, Lions. I'm with you. 
If they lose tomorrow, it's on Dan Campbell. Simple as that. You can blame the defense. You can blame Jerry Jacobs. I know I will. But plain and simple, it's on Dan Campbell if they lose tomorrow. He has to rally this team. That's what his entire mentality has been about. He was not qualified as some of the other guys that Detroit interviewed a few years back. He wasn't. But what he did do is impress leadership in this building, impress leadership in the organization. This team needed a culture change. And so far, he's done that. But if they lose tomorrow, I I don't know what the culture is. All that stuff that they've been selling us the last three years, if they lose tomorrow, I I don't know what leg they have to stand on. What, What have you been doing? At practice, if you're losing this game tomorrow, instilling this this culture, this we're going to bounce back, we're going to rally. The whole kneecap speech, you can knock us out and we're going to keep standing up over and over and over again until we're the last guy standing. You have to win this game tomorrow if you want that mentality for us to believe that you have that mentality. If you lose the game tomorrow, it's going to feel like you laid down. You didn't have an answer. You got beat. He got knocked out by Sean Payton, who the Lions coaching staff knows too well. Knows them real well. Sean Payton, this is the guy who mentored Dan Campbell while he was in New Orleans. And don't forget Aaron Glenn, the defensive coordinator under Sean Payton in New Orleans. These guys know each other. Our coaching staff knows their coaching staff. Their coaching staff knows our coaching staff. And Sean Payne's a Hall of Fame coach for a reason. Sean Payne's going to pull some tricks. Sean Payne probably has the edge over Dan Campbell, who has three years as a head coach. Sean Payne's a Hall of Famer. Future Hall of Famer. Uh, it's how you respond if you're Dan Campbell coaching this Lions team. You better have an answer. You better be able to adapt when he throws something your way you're not prepared for. Because last week, Dan Campbell saying after the game, yeah, Chicago gave us a look that we, we didn't have on film. That's why the play resulted in a loss of four yards. That's a top five thing I never want to hear my head coach ever say again. Just fully admit to the fact that they had, did not prepare for that look. Yeah, I'd prefer to never hear that you got to be able to be ready, be able to adapt to whatever's going on tomorrow. 989-837-6125. Do you believe they can get it done and get back on track, improve their record to 10-4? and four? And what do you think this team's record is going to be down the stretch? you got Denver tomorrow, Minnesota on the road, Dallas on the road, and then Minnesota at home. What do you think the Lions' record is going to be down the stretch? What do you think their record's going to be at the end of the season? I think they're winning tomorrow. I think they take one of the Minnesota games, probably lose the other, and go 2-2 two and two the rest of the way. Win the division, 11 wins, and then they're going to win a playoff game. I'm telling you right now, if they get a home playoff game, they're going to win. 989-837-6125. We'll hit the Frick Sports Bar text line next. The payoff continues. More from the Great Lakes Bay region's home for sports. Sports Radio 100.9, The Mitt. 989-837-6125. We'll hit the Frick Sports Bar text line in a second, but look, here's where I'm at. The Lions aren't Super Bowl contenders anymore. I'm okay with that. What I'm not okay with is falling down flat on your face tomorrow. 
What I'm not okay with is telling us you're all about the culture. We're going to be the last one standing. We're going to keep getting up, biting kneecaps, and then completely self-implode to close the season. That's what I'm not okay with. What we're doing here is speaking this into existence. The Lions are going to win tomorrow. We're flipping the narrative that they're frauds. 989-837-6125. There's a lot of good reasons to like the Lions tomorrow. For starters, Denver's the second-worst run defense team in the NFL. Lions average 140 yards on the ground tomorrow. Going to be a big day for David Montgomery. Going to be a big day for Jameer Gibbs. Monash St. Brown? <laughs> I don't know. Pat Sertain's been a dog this year. He's kind of been a lockdown corner. How much are they lined up on each other? Eh, we'll see. I think this is going to be a rushing attack game, though. Got to win up front. Now that the O-line's healthy, they should be able to do that. Let's hit the Frick Sports Bar text line. You guys can chime in whenever you want. 989-837-6125. Josh from Midland, first-time texter. Thanks for chiming in. The soft defensive schemes aren't working at all. All caps. Fire Aaron Glenn. Listen, I've been saying this for weeks. I don't, I don't think you're at a point in the season when he needs to be fired in the middle of it. I think that that probably shake the culture a little too hard at this point in the season. I think it's too late for that by now. But it's also on Ben Johnson a little bit, especially the last six weeks. The offense has gone stale. They haven't set Goff up to succeed. I don't think the coaching staff set up a lot of these guys to succeed lately. I mean, why do they keep asking Jerry Jacobs to guard, to guard cover wide receiver ones? He clearly can't do it. It's a joke. It's funny. He stinks. Whatever. Why do they keep asking him to do it then? And don't tell me we don't have any other options. Find one. Someone else. Khalil Dorsey, special teams guy. Call someone up from the practice squad. Anybody. Because Jerry Jacobs clearly can't do it. He, He clearly can't do it. So set your guys up to succeed. Brian Branch, another one. Only played 50% of the snaps. Last week versus Chicago. That's your best DB. He played 96% of the snaps versus New Orleans. Why are you cutting them in half if he's your best guy? JMO, it's a touchdown. 33% of the time he touches the ball. It's an actual stat. <laughs> Why is he only getting one or two targets a game? You got to set your guys up to succeed a little bit more. Hutch is another one, and I think that's more on Brad Holmes for not giving him any help. You have to set your guys up to succeed. David Montgomery, another one last week. Ran for 6.6 yards per carry. Why is he not getting the ball more? I pray he gets the ball a lot. Uh, tomorrow. And I, I'll tell you my prop picks later. We've made a living off of it this year. Hint, David Montgomery is going to be a part of that. Thanks for chiming in, Josh from Midland. Jeremy from Beaverton. I do agree they win, but they do not cover. Aiden Hutchinson is held every play. Please watch. Uh, okay. Jeremy, I'm going to keep it real with you because a lot of people think this. You're not the only one. Most people like, open up Twitter during a Lions game. Look at Hutchinson. He's being held. I'm kind of sick and tired of hearing about it at this point. Does he get held? Yeah. Does everyone get held? Yeah. Get him some help. And he probably will be getting held less. And also just stop bull rushing. Help him set him, set him up to succeed a little bit more. Have him stunt. Have him line up on different guys. Give him give different looks. I'm, I'm kind of tired of the Hutches being held. Not down for the, the excuses anymore. I'm not saying, Jeremy, you're giving out excuses, but... You're not alone there. It's, it's a too common of a narrative. James from Ann Arbor chiming in. Uh, wow, that's a big one. 
You must believe in Detroit, even though they have struggled the last few games. Detroit was blown out by a bad Carolina team last year, but they still finished strong. The Lions need to reset, use the Bears' loss as motivation, and let's go win all four. Yes, believe Detroit will beat Dallas, even though you guys don't think so. Detroit is due for a Dallas win. I believe they will go 4-0 in the last four games. I, I love the confidence. I do. Like I, I love the fact that people believe in this team still because I was hesitant to do it up until this week. I didn't do it versus Chicago. I'll fully admit it. But I like this matchup. This is a favorable matchup for Detroit. And everyone can act like they're nervous. They're four and a half point favorites. They're a bigger favorite versus the Broncos tomorrow than they were against Chicago. This is a game they should win. I feel all right about it. Do I think they're going to beat Dallas? No, not, not in Dallas. I'll give you this, James, from Ann Arbor. Um, if the Lions were to somehow win a playoff game versus an NFC North team and then play Dallas at home in Ford Field, well, that's when I kind of believe some of the, the past, the history can get involved. Everybody remembers what happened the first time. Or what was it? 2011 when they played Dallas. Or was it 2013? When they played Dallas in the playoffs and should have won, I think that stuff can come back in the next time. There's some weird mojo with that kind of stuff, especially in the playoffs. But in Dallas, I don't know. It just seems seems really hard at this point. The way the offense is playing right now for Dallas uh, just seems like a juggernaut. Joe from Midland. The Lions win if the O-line is healthy or they get solid play from their backups. The defense can't be status quo or even subpar if the O-line dominates as early as they did this season. First time texture, Joe. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the Lions offensive line being healthy, <laughs> it, it, it's like a, stars aligning at this point. The Chiefs were on primetime last week, and who is it? Joe Buck said, well, they've had the same starting five at the O-line every game this season. And I just, my jaw hit the floor. I was like, what? I didn't know that was possible. The way that this team gets banged up, it's, it's crazy. But yet, the O-line is healthy going into tomorrow's game. At least they're all playing. I don't know how healthy anybody is at this point in the season. They should dominate. David Montgomery should go run for 100 yards or Jameer Gibbs, one or the other. You should put up 200 rushing yards. Um, but yeah, I mean, to think the backups on the O-line can be just as good, I think is an unrealistic expectation on guys like Colby Sorsdale, who are rookies, who are supposed to be playing guard and have been inserted in tackle in certain situations. One thing's for sure, and I won't bore everyone with the offensive line talk for too long, Jonah Jackson's got to get paid. He's a free agent, missed some games, and it was very apparent. That dude's got to get the, get the money. Um, Scott from Midland, love the show. Thanks, Scott. Uh, oh, and agree with Josh. Ric Flair, woo! Sure. Uh, Jeremy from Beaverton. Might give you a bunch of crap. Didn't actually type in crap. But have a pleasant time listening to the show. Love the local aspect. Keep up the good work. What you do every day is hard. Uh, thanks, Jeremy. That's the nicest thing you've ever said. Usually it's, it's hate text coming in. Uh, that's where we are right now. You guys can keep texting in. 989-837-6125. We've got a little bit of stuff to still get to. I got some key matchups for everybody heading into the game. Against the Broncos on Saturday, I've also got, of course, the Detroit Lions prop picks. You've got Dan Campbell going against his mentor, Sean Payton. This is going to be fun, guys. And this is a game they should go win. They should go kick butt. And if they don't, you guys know how I feel.
I'm throwing in the towel on this season. Will they still win the division? I sure hope so. All you got to do is beat Minnesota once and win this game against the Broncos. But if you don't beat this game against the Broncos, if you don't win this game, it does feel like... Thanks, Brad. Just flip me off. Uh, Yeah, I did expose you like that. Uh, If you don't win this game against the Broncos, I just feel like the confidence, the self-confidence in yourself within the organization is dead. And maybe C.J. Gardner-Johnson comes in the building and just absolutely lights a fire under everyone. That's what I hope. But it'd be nice to do that following a win instead of a loss to this inferior Denver team. They're not as good. Simple as that. 989-837-6125. Shires past East. I don't, what are you? What are you doing over there? <laughs> oh, we got our general manager can't can't produce the show. Uh, 989-837-6125. Do you believe in the Lions? Do you think they're going to win tomorrow? If they do, are you willing to jump back on the hype train and ride it out into January football? Let's get this thing done. I want to hear from everyone else, and then I'll give you some prop picks. We'll get some high school basketball on the way. You're listening to the payoff fueled by Forward Energy. Back to the payoff on the Great Lakes Bay region's home for sports. Yeah, everybody looks good at home. Sports Radio 100.9, The Mitt. All right, here's where I'm at with it, and then we'll send you on your way for some high school basketball. Uh, The Lions have to win tomorrow. It is a must-win, fork-in-the-road type of game for the season. You lose this game, I lose confidence in you because I think you lose confidence in yourself. And it's a lot of it's on Dan Campbell. Almost all of it. You sold us on the culture. You did. You nailed it. And we all bought stock. Don't let us regret that. Don't let us regret buying the stock. Don't have that stock crash into the ground. If it's all about the culture, then this is a game you should rally the troops behind and win. You got to rebound after what happened last week in Chicago. You can't go one and three after Thanksgiving. That's what happens if you lose this game. And if you do that, then I don't know what your identity is because it's not the culture. It's on Dan Campbell. You have to win this game. He hasn't caught in a ton of slack or a ton of flag for how the season has went for the, the skit that they kind of went into. It's kind of been a team thing. A lot of people blame the defense. Aaron Glenn te- seems to be the scapegoat. But ben Johnson hasn't been good for the last month. And Dan Campbell, he runs the culture. So it just funnels back to the head coach, but I feel like everyone's scared to go at him. And I'm not going at the guy. I'm just saying, you have to win this game. This is on you. You have to rally the troops and make sure this is the game of all the games this season you are prepared for. And it's personal for him too, going against his mentor, Sean Payton. I don't need Dan Gamble in this game. I don't need fourth and 10. I don't need... (laughs) I don't need fourth and 10. I don't need all this crazy stuff, not going for field goals. Just play a great football game. Be a good coach. Don't throw the challenge flag on dumb, dumb stuff like you did last week. That was, I still don't really understand what that was. Uh, a couple key matchups to look forward to. Cortland Sutton versus whoever the hell is playing cornerback for the Lions. It, it sounds like based on some of Aaron Glenn's statements from the press conferences this week that Jerry Jacobs might not be playing CB1 this week, whether it's Cam Sutton, Khalil Dorsey, who's been a a special teams guy this year, or someone they call up from the practice squad. Whoever's guarding Cortland Sutton's got to lock him down. Because I'm kind of sick and tired of wide receiver ones just burning this team. Keenan Allen did it. DJ Moore did it. DJ Moore did it twice. Christian Watson did it. Chris Olave did it. Shut down a wide receiver, please, for the love of God. Do I have confidence they do that? Nah, not really. Amon St. Brown versus Pat Sertain. 
Pat Sertain is allowed, is allowing less than 40 yards per game. And he's typically guarding the other team's best receiver. That's pretty impressive. He's been a shutdown dude this year. He's only allowed two touchdowns all season. It's going to be a fun matchup to look forward to. Aiden Hutchinson versus Mike McGlinchey. You're asking, who's that? Doesn't matter. Go kick his ass, Hutch. Just go destroy him. We need to see a game where you look like the best player on the field. This is a chance to do it because the offensive line for the Broncos, not that great at pass protecting. And Jared Goff versus himself. Don't turn the ball over. Denver's on fire right now with picking balls off. They have 17 turnovers in the last six games. Now, can you keep that pace? No, of course not. Is there a little bit of luck in that? Sure, of course. Just don't throw an interception. Do not do it. All right, and finally, of course, sit some Lions prop picks. Uh, Lock of the days haven't been working out, so I cooked up something different. I cooked up something new. Give it to me. Give it to me, Brad. Pay for everyone's bar tab bet of the day. All right. It's kind of for tomorrow, but I've got five Lions prop picks. Actually, I've got six. I've got an alternative one. If you don't like one of mine, plug in this alternative. But I've got five different things. Brad, you can tell me individually if you like them or not. And uh, for anyone listening, you can take them individually or you can parlay them all together and get a little plus 1,200 action. Trying to pay for everyone's bar tab. We're trying to hit a home run on this one. First of all, David Montgomery to score a touchdown. Like I've been saying all show. The Broncos' run defense is amongst the worst in the NFL. David Montgomery's been starved for a touchdown the last few weeks. I've been predicting him to get a touchdown the last few weeks, and it hasn't happened. This has to be the week it finally happens. Brad agrees. Cortland Sutton just talked about how it's a, it's a key matchup to stop him. Silver-under's only at 52 and a half. It's a little bit too low, especially going against this Lions team, this secondary that hasn't really proven to anyone that they can... Stop cornerback ones. All right. And on top of that, on top of the 52 yards, we're taking Cortland Sutton to get a touchdown. I know it's, it's ballsy to throw in two different guys in the same game parlay to get a touchdown. Don't care. If anyone's going to do it on Denver, it's going to be Cortland Sutton. Keeps making big plays over and over again. Sam Laporta. Really quiet week last week. Didn't get him involved very much. Over 50 yards. How does this translate to to fantasy football? Well, the Broncos allow the second most points in the NFL to tight ends. In other words, Sam Laporta is going to have a big game tomorrow. I'm taking him over 50 and a half yards. Nah. All right. And of course, we're taking Lions money line. If you've been listening to the show, you know. We are speaking this into existence. Keep giving it to me. We're speaking this into existence. It's happening. They're going 10-4 and and winning on Saturday. It has to. If they fall flat on their face after I'm guaranteeing it, well, then they don't deserve any benefit of the doubt whatsoever. This is your last straw. You have to go win this game. If you don't like one of those props, specifically the Cortland Sutton stuff, plug in Jameer Gibbs over 50 and a half rushing yards. I don't typically like to mess with this running back thing. I think the Lions are going to have a really strong game on the ground tomorrow. It's just a matter of who's going to do it. Now, Jameer, 50 and a half, very low. All he has to do is break one, and he's going to be pretty close. So there you go. There you have it. The pay for everyone's bar tab bet of tomorrow. 
pay for everyone's bar tab bet of the day. There you have it. All right, everyone. That does it for another week of the payoff. It's time to send it to John Vacari. He's covering some high school basketball for us. Thanks for listening to the payoff. I hope it was worth it. You don't work for it, you can't get it. This copyrighted broadcast is presented by authority of the Michigan High School Athletic Association and is intended